It's time for the top four at four with Lavac and Gaz. Time for four biggest stories in the, the world of sports. It's the top four at four. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Uh, Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? December 18th, we got a lot of college football in the top four at four. <laughs> double college. I couldn't squeeze it all in, so I'm doubling up here on story number four. We've got some bowl games going on, but. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it a game. <laughs> Beaten. Uh, Yes, 28-7 right now is the halftime score between Old Dominion and Western Kentucky in the... Western Kentucky has four turnovers already. The famous Toastery Bowl. Mm. I thought thought that's what it said in Toastery Bowl. Yeah. Uh, That's a Heisman Trophy winner. Jaden Daniels skipping the bowl game, heading to the NFL draft. The LSU quarterback ranked as high as Mel Kuyper's number four prospect overall. Who knows? Could be potentially a New York Giant. Could land on another team as well. LeVac, the Heisman Trophy winner, deciding no bowl game for him. He's heading off to the draft. Is he, over the course of the next few months, Jaden Daniels, going to be in the discussion for the number one pick along with Caleb Williams? Or could you believe this could be a year of multiple quarterbacks? Maybe Drake May, maybe Michael Penix Jr. Of others, four or five quarterbacks in the mix for the number one pick. I feel like it's Caleb Williams. I feel like it's one of those ones where it's kind of like, you know, the haze in the barn kind of deal. But as you know, so many things change, you know, post-combine, radio row of the of the Super Bowl or media row, whatever the hell they want to call it now. I call it, it's still radio row to me. It's radio row to me. Um, but no, I, I think Caleb Williams was supposed to be locked in, I thought. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay with that. And, and even though we knew, based on what we were hearing, and I say knew, but we were, we were being told that Patrick Mahomes was the steal of that draft and all this other stuff, he still didn't go number one. you know. And the, the Bills still traded out of that spot. So I think even if everything does go perfectly, unless Caleb Williams does something really stupid, he's number one. I would think he's number one as well for how well he's played. He was the number one high school prospect in the country. He won the Heisman Trophy his sophomore year. There's a rumor floating around that these are always fun as we get closer that Caleb Williams really isn't six foot one, but he actually might be much shorter than that. It feels like that's kind of gone away a little bit of how tall the quarterback has to be. But Daniels will probably be in that conversation to be a top 10 pick. And he's he and Penix, especially those guys who've been around for five years, I think are going to be looked at a bit differently because they have a. Uh, the quarterback for Notre Dame as well, a five, Sam Hartman, a five-year guy. How will these quarterbacks who benefited from COVID actually turn into pros? I think it's going to be an interesting way to view these prospects, especially in comparison to the COVID class of 2021. Speaking about quarterbacks, I want to hit this one more time if you missed it on Sunday. Story number three, former Ohio State quarterback Kyle McCord has decided to leave Ohio State to play at Syracuse. Yes, the highest-rated recruit in the history of of when ESPN, CBS, and Fox have been keeping track of this thing. A former five-star quarterback is going to Syracuse. Now, why is that? Well, he's had some ties to New Jersey along with the new head coach for Syracuse football, Fran Brown. He's known some of these assistants and players on the team for close to a decade. LeVac, when you say Ohio State quarterbacks leaving to go to Syracuse. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to come up with a story here. One guy, one of the single-digit dudes has hit the transfer portal. What does this mean about the portal? Is it more about personal? Is it more about the next level? Or is it individual to individual athlete of how you want to use this thing? Yes. Um, <laughs> right? There's well, like, like no like perfect answer. I would love to see Junkai go to, to Cuse as well. But here's here's the deal. So, Fran Brown, 
Fran Drescher, what's his name? Fran Brown. Fran yes. Brown. All right, so Fran Brown is known as a top recruiter, especially in the New Jersey area. McCord hops in the transfer portal, joins him in Syracuse. If he starts landing more and more of these top guys, is this bigger than what Deion Sanders was able to do at Colorado? Did if Because, again, we know Deion's a gigantic star, and he said, I'm coming and I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Louis Vuitton. If if Fran Brown goes, goes to Cuse, he now gets – he gets a, a, a one-loss quarterback from a top, top program. He start, If he starts bringing in all these top guys, and, and a lot through the transfer portal, to the point where Syracuse looks like a completely different team and they look like a, a real contender, we got to look at him as as bigger and better than Dion, right? Because he's not nearly the star, but he could be five times the recruiter. Yes, and here's what I need to put in perspective for Syracuse Orange fans. And I know there's a bunch across the Capital Region and more. This is year one. Like, people are going to look at Deion Sanders' first year at Colorado, and some people now can rub it in his face and be like, they are not very good. They didn't make a bowl game. It's his first year. He blew up the entire roster. It was a one-win team before he got there. Right. Yeah. They had a bunch of four and five stars and three stars on the team. They have to grow up. They have to get better. It's not that easy to switch it around in one season. Now, college basketball is a little bit different because you have impact players coming in and out, and we might have seen more success in the basketball level than football. You got five guys at the court. You got... 83 on a football roster. So it's a lot harder in football. I would say this. Limit your expectations, Syracuse. I say that no, now, back. Now, remind no, me of that in yeah. October when I'm yelling and screaming. You are so full of doo-doo. No, it, this is, it's, what he's done already is bigger than what I expected. We move on to story number two tonight. The New York Knicks are in action. It's the Knicks and the Lakers. 10-30 tip-off in that game. It's nice to talk about the Knicks and the Lakers on a Monday in December because both teams potentially – continue to have their stars. Jalen Brunson, let's do it again. I know, earlier this month, I said, is Jalen Brunson the best point guard in the NBA? And there was a little bit of pushback. Tyrese Halliburton for the Pacers. Glad, thank you, You LeBac. pushed it back. I did. I did because of social media. I'm taking, I was right then. Oh, my gosh, the games he's having. He's the best point guard in the NBA. He's, he's ridiculous, and he plays for the New York Knicks. He's the best player in the Knicks. No more discussion about Julius Randle or R.J. Barrett. Brunson's incredible. The, the only the only thing is like he's he's enough of a throwback point guard, which is fun to watch. But he's also got that shooting guard. He is whatever rules were broken, whatever whatever penalties were paid, they were worth it. <laughs> Pay him again. It was all worth it. <laughs> Great job, Nick's front office. Great job. We got some. Mm, no, I'm not going to say that. Do it. No, 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 no. Don't be scared. No. You, and, you and I have gotten in trouble with that one before. I'm going to move on from that one. Uh, we're going to move on to this, though. That is the Albany Firewolves. We're going to be joined by Coach Clark coming up. A little programming note. Coach Clark's going to join us on Thursday this week. Thursday this week. How about a big third quarter? Firewolves, 15-10 win over the Wings. Shout out to the Albany Firewolves getting that victory. Albany Firewolves, MVP Arena. Continue. Go check them out in 2024. I barely have any time here, Levesque, because I know we got a bunch of stuff coming up, but I want to make sure I get the Firewolves in there. Shout out to all them. Coach Clark on Thursday, Albany Firewolves. Make sure to follow them on social media and more at ALB Firewolves. As much as I like to put the Firewolves at number one here, they are the big story from the weekend, but it's Monday Night Football. Tonight, we wrap up the week in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I just threw a ton of stories at you right there. I know we usually all talk. Right. I'll wrap it him. I'm ready. I know we I'm usually scared. talk Monday Night Football at the end of the show, likely going to be on our play of the day. But the Albany Firewolves, they continue this to roll, man. Undefeated. Um, the record on them all this time leading up to this season was they're too young. They're extremely talented, but they're too young. This team is going to be good in, 
in two years or whatever, a year, whatever, too young. You know what else happens when you're too young? You're too young to know that you're too young. Sometimes things start rolling. You start beating these better teams, these air quote better teams, and you. this is just the way business is done. And I think that's what we could be in for this season. This is this is a young, exciting team. Coach Clark has them playing his style of, of, of box lacrosse. It is... There's a chance they take this thing very, way farther than we thought. U Albany football has the best season in school history. The Albany Firewolves, right now, I'll give Coach Clark, Coach Clark's probably going to yell at me when I say this, pacing to have a really good season. The Albany Firebirds, a little bit more pressure on you guys when you start yeah. seeing the local squads playing re- well. How many how many rings do I do we have to win? I mean, <laughs> how many do you want from us? Because the people who are here, baby, they've got rings. We've got rings. We just we're excited to put a firebird on it instead of a shield. That's the only difference that we got. We saw we saw one of the shield shirts today uh, over at uh, over at Lyshko Middle School. We're like, good to see you. Everybody's like, oh, we're sorry. I'm like, we built that empire, yeah. and now we're gonna from the ashes. We're gonna win another one. So yeah, everybody win them. Come on, we, listen. We're the big ship that rises all tides, as far as I'm concerned. So let's go. I was gonna ask you what that analogy was about ships and tides, but I think you nailed it. Well, it's it's a high high tide rises all ships. But I think we are such a big ship that we are the ones who push the tide up. That's my opinion, and we're going to keep doing it for. I'm you. not a water guy, but I'll agree. <laughs> are you? Uh, are you? Are you a, a football guy? You want to talk a little Buffalo Bills? Yes, I do like the football. All right, let's do that. Well, then you know what? Push the button. It's Fox Sports. USX Pest Control. Yeah. Let me talk to you. Um, I'm extra. I'm extra WWE. I just had a, a C4 uh, uh, Barry Powerbomb. I'm ready now. Like I'm. I'm LA. <laughs> I saw night. the can earlier. I'm LA night. I'm LA night. Um, so here's here's the deal. I it's this has been one of those days that I didn't think I would even consider worrying about USX pest control because of all the rain and everything like that. So the way my yard is set up, like I when I bought my house, I'm like, I'm on top of a hill. No, I'm on the middle of a hill. Like everyone's above me and then I'm on a hill. So like all the water runs through my yard, through my house, and the the thing that stopped my basement from filling up with water was actually the non-chemical exclusion package. Whoa. Well, because they packed the base of my foundation because there was a little crevice. They packed it with concrete as part of the, as part of that plan where, so it's non-chemical. It's, it, it keeps everything out. So with the cat guarding, if you will, Gagne family of brands, just like USX pest control, um, is one of the reasons that my basement's been dry. The bigger thing I think about is when it used to get wet outside like this, I would, always see a mouse at some point because they would all come inside because of the because of the flooding and everything they would they, now they're struggle bus now they're trying to find their way in no matter what i have not had that problem because starting in may the first time tim came out i said tim here's what i have issues with i've had mice and he went through and he went i can see that you used to have mice here i can see that this might be a problem whatever they started planning for that and i haven't had i'm gonna knock on wood just to be safe i haven't had a problem since if you heard some of those things LeVac just said, maybe they're very close to what happens to your home or you're looking for a home or your cousins, your in-laws, people you're visiting this holiday season, make the call, get it connected, USX You don't even have to talk to anybody. No. USXPest.com, you get a free inspection. Go sign up for it. I mean, it's that, what, nobody talks to anybody anymore, guys. While you're sitting down, pounding down Christmas cookies when you have time mm, off from work. Cookies. I need to do something productive today. What can yes. I do? USX Pest Control. That's, that's like, like um, what did you do today? Well, I signed us up for USX Pest Control. They're coming through. Oh, productive. Is that how you saved your marriage? It's LeVac and Gaz on <laughs> 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Marriage is fine. <laughs> oh, now? Um, 
I love your wife. She's phenomenal, by the way. You've a you. I, I was. Um, it's funny how many of my friends have great, great wives, and I hate relationships. It's just like it's so weird that like I. You, you'd think if you were surrounded by as many great couples as I am, you'd be like, you know what? I want that. And then I look at you guys and I go, thank God they've got that covered. I'll do the other things. Um, all right, <clears throat> let's uh, let's talk about these uh, these Buffalo Bills. I gotta tell you. Uh, reports of the Bills' demise were greatly exaggerated, at least in my opinion, guys. They, not there, something, something I've learned very recently because of what happened with the Albany Empire and now what's happening with the Albany Firebirds is sometimes the best possible thing that can happen to you is you're attacked by something from the outside of your group. So, like, when we had that terrible situation play out with the empire, I thought for sure when we brought something back, there'd be, there'd be some pushback, you know, at least in the beginning, like, Hey, why? But what we've actually had is everyone's kind of rallied around him and like, we never want to let anybody from outside the area take away our team again. How can we help? How can we support? You know, here's what you, a lot of suggestions, some, some better than others, but it's like, you can feel like the, it brought, I feel like it brought everybody together. Like today we were at Lysakil Middle School, my alma mater. Yeah. It's actually my, my highest level of education. Just kidding. <laughs> um, and um, it was it was amazing. Like we did, uh, it was uh, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Norton's class. They do a coffee court, cart. So the kids, it helps the kids learn about money and all sorts of So Darius Prince, Dwayne Hollis, head coach, Damon Ware, myself, Ben Nelson, who also went to Lysakil back in the day. We were all there helping with the coffee cart. And kids who are way too young to have any idea who the firebirds are were well aware of us because their parents went my team's coming back wow and things man. like that what a cool moment dude it, I, I don't want to under, uh, well back that's got to be one of your favorite moments in 2023 having a young sports fan and the kids being like this you're rocking the gear today i can see you wearing it man that's yeah. a cool story to share wow so, so and the reason so and, and it really was it was a great time and i think what what mrs norton and, and everybody's doing um miss heather who is a season ticket holder who invited us like what they're doing is awesome because you know it's not like like some of these kids they have different different styles of learning things like that different different abilities each one of them now has an idea of commerce because of the way that the coffee cart works, which I thought was amazing. But to have – the reason I bring it up, besides the fact I just really wanted to say thanks for having us there, um, when everyone went after Sean McDermott, one of two things happens. Everybody goes, yeah, I hate that guy too. Get rid of our head coaches, which I was afraid was going to happen since the story came out from 2019. <clears throat> or everybody looks around the room and goes, they're not messing with our guy. We're not going to let that happen. Well, what's the best way we stop that? We go out there and we, we beat the living daylights out of the Dallas Cowboys. That's what we do, and that's what they did. And they didn't just do it. It wasn't. It wasn't Josh Allen playing hero ball. It was. It was James Cook's breakout party. We could run through the X's and O's, and we could go old school and bring back a, another Arena Football League name, Ron Jaworski, and do the old NFL matchup and give you all the things that happened on the field. We could do that, but. The way you've set this up, and I think it's exactly what happened, there is a different feel, a different attitude, and watch things that aren't just happening on the field. Yes, the defense played outrageous. Yes, James Cook should have got the game ball and had his moment. And I Look, I've been a James Cook uh, 
let's have a critical a critic of Mr. Cook. No criticism for his performance this past weekend. He was great. But watch those post-game locker room celebrations. Watch what the Buffalo Bills social media team, and I don't think they're editing much. Watch how those guys are reacting in that locker room now with Sean McDermott and how important it is for him and that team. And Bills Mafia, you are just as part of that. I know it's like one of the most cliche things to say in sports. Like the fans were, no, no, no. How it felt. And I wish I kind of was there for that one. I could feel it through the TV, the energy out at Orchard Park. The Cowboys are either loved or hated. There's not Mm -hmm. like an in-between fan base for the Cowboys. Bills fans wanted to beat them so bad, but every play, it felt like a playoff game. Now, it felt a little cooler, too, because it's like 4.35 o'clock in December, so it automatically felt like a night game. The whole time, the whole vibe feels like it's a primetime game in that 4.30 window, but it's everybody. Like, we'll go back to James Cook quickly. Like, he hasn't been good this season. He's somewhat He's been say, okay. He's been more of a receiving back. There you go. Some would say average. Maybe some would say not the missing piece to make Buffalo the top team in the AFC, which they thought You've they had a need. thing for him all year, though. Yeah, I don't think he's very you, good. I did, and I fought you on it. And I'm gonna come. I'm gonna continue to fight you on it. And I feel I feel extremely vindicated right now because he was a beast. But like, if you look at so 25 carries, 179 rushing yards, one touchdown for this game. But if you look at what he's been doing. He's been gaining steam. He's been gaining momentum. Like he had 100 yards against Denver. He he's but he also like catching the ball out of the backfield. If you look at not this game, this game he had two catches, 42 yards. He had five for 83 with a touchdown against Kansas City. Six for 57, a bunch of first downs against Philly. Three for 29, two for 11. He's been starting to find his way into contributing. And then this was the game where the offensive line and he. Went, no, we go. This is our day. This is our day. It was a great performance by him. Yes, all the guys look. The Bills defense, we know on that side of the football, they've been injured, they've been banged up, they've lost impact players, but they had the performance of this season so far. Buffalo, even as great as you were, I'm not going to also take away the thought of you still are hard to figure out. You know, there have been some games this season where, like, wait a second, did they lose to the Patriots this season in 2023? Jets? Wait, did they? (laughs) Did they play bad against the Jets? What happened in that Denver game? There's been situations this season where Buffalo has not looked like that. Now, look, if that's what you need to be, if for whatever reason at the professional level, you need the crowd, you need something to play for, you need to get hyped, guess what? That's actually going to work in Buffalo's advantage because every single game is going to be like this. Every single game for the rest of the season heading to the postseason, season's on the line. You got to win it. You got to play like that. You have to bring that energy. And Coach McDermott, everybody else is going to fire him up every game like that. The Bills fans, man, you've had heartbreakers this season. I mean, there's been games that have names already with them. (laughs) That wasn't one of them. It felt like a moment for Buffalo. And last week, should say Tuesday, when we did the power rankings, we saw the number as high as five for Buffalo in the NFL. I thought, five? Like, they're ninth in the AFC. They're not even the top of the division. A performance like that makes me think they're one of the top teams in the NFL. And a performance like that makes me think they can still be a true Super Bowl contender in the AFC. A game like that with all the injuries in the AFC, why can't it be Buffalo getting to Vegas? Um, all right, so let's let's go through it, right? So you're still you're, you're not in it yet. Let's start there. Again, I, I feel like I say this a lot lately, but I, it's okay because it's we're fourteen plus games in. Whatever. Uh, if the season ended today, they would be ninth. Ahead of them, 
They even though they had the same record as the Texans, the Colts, and the Bengals, they're all ahead of them, right? Eight and six, all eight and six. Cleveland's up there at nine and five. Um, I I think they will surpass the Texans. Colts are gonna Colts are gonna fight to the end, and so are the Bengals. Jake Browning is is playing like he, he was born to be. He's playing like Joe Burrow. Like he he sat behind Joe Burrow for two years. He learned how to play like Joe Burrow. I, I gotta stop you real real quick yeah. because I did not on Sunday. I made a mistake on Sunday. You talked about the Jake Browning stuff with Minnesota. Yeah. I undersold that on Sunday. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The whole yep. thing with him throwing his helmet yep. and saying you shouldn't have blankety blank cut. That's one of my favorite clips of the whole year. Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about or you didn't see it on social media, go find the cut. Man, could you imagine how gratifying that must have felt for him? For a guy who was supposed to be a big-time prospect getting cut by the team, throwing his helmet, yelling and screaming and saying, I'm the... Good for you, man. That was it. Whoever, the cameraman deserves a raise. Like, perfectly shot. That was like a movie scene, LeVac, yeah. how good it looked. But, yes, back to the playoff picture. So, again, you're just outside. Here's here's the thing, right? So, the Bills, I believe, will have a chance to win out. You're at the frauds. I mean, Chargers. You're home for the Pats. We, you know, this is not an unbeatable Patriots team. The defense is playing amazing. The defense is still playing. The defense has not quit. They're still playing amazing. But you should beat both those teams. And then you finish your season at Miami. There's a there's an outside chance that when you finish your season at Miami, that's for the AFC East. Because they've got an angry Cowboy team. They're at Ravens. And then they've got you. Now, they're hosting the Cowboys. If that's in Dallas, it's probably a, probably a loss. But if you win out... And they lose out, you're taking you take the East, and now you're in. If you went out, you're probably in, but it's just it's not it's not guaranteed. But what what we are seeing in this team right now is what you want to see. Obviously, you'd want to see it a game or two earlier, but you are seeing a defense that is playing with a chip on their shoulder. Do they make the greatest plays all the time? They do not. But do they punch people in the mouth and make them regret running? <laughs> Sometimes. You're seeing an offensive line that has has taken the challenge. And when Josh Allen runs his touchdown in, because remember, Josh Allen had under 100 yards passing, one passing touchdown. He ran for one touchdown. He did the thing. Guys, you played offensive line at Hobart. If your quarterback runs the ball in and he turns around and he hands it to you because you're the one who blocked for him, and then you spike together, that's that's a guy you're going to go punch somebody in the mouth and extra hard for the next play, right? No doubt, no doubt. So like those kind of things, Josh Allen – had arguably his worst stat game as a pro in a dominant win. And everyone asked him about it. He went, I don't care what my, I don't, that's none of that matters. All that matters is we won. It was Cook's game. He went and got it. It was that at this point, if they can be this the rest of the season and somehow they don't make the postseason, that is going to be the biggest robbery in the history of Bills fans. That's worse than wide right because this team has the mindset you want. They're getting healthy at the right time. James Cook just put the entire league on notice that he can run. He can run on you, like and and listen. Dallas is a different team away than they are at home. But why would you? That's not in my mind right now. If I'm the Bills, I'm just looking at who's next. You just I'm wanna, going Goldberg. You just right. You just want to get in the dance. You just want a shot. If you're the seventh seed, if you're the sixth seed, put us in there. Watch what we can do. Give us a chance. And look. 
Some will say you got 17 weeks to prove that you should be in the postseason. Buffalo has been stacked, and we just mentioned they lost games they shouldn't have lost this season. But if you put them in, and they're an AFC playoff team, after that performance against Dallas, I truly feel like they can beat anybody. They can get to the Super Bowl because of the situations involving Jacksonville, if that ends up even being the team, or Houston, or Indy. All of them got quarterbacks hurt. Oh, so does yeah. Cleveland. Oh, so does Cincy. Yeah. And somehow, some way, it's going to work out potentially the matchup. Or you get Miami a third time. You could get Miami to 2-7 game the week previous. So you could play Miami week 17, week 18, caught myself, week 18. 17th game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then play each other again in the wild card potentially. That would be a fine matchup for Buffalo if they get there. All those things play out. Here's the thing, Bill Sands, and some of you know this, some of you don't. The team, LeVac laid it out well there, potentially how these scenarios could play out. The team you have to root against the hardest is Cincinnati because Cincinnati cooked you earlier this season. Cincinnati beat you. They've got the head-to-head tiebreaker. Cincinnati's had your number. Could Cincinnati easily get to 10 and – I got to do the math now. Uh, 10 and 7 and you get to 11 and 6? Yeah. But if it comes down to the head-to-head tiebreaker, the team you want to root against Bills fans is the Bengals because of that head-to-head victory that could decide the end of the season. Here's, Here's the interesting thing. So again, you got this log jam of eight and six, right? The Colts and the Texans play each other. So if you win out, you will pass one of them. So your point about Cincinnati becomes even more important because if they if one of them wins out, you can't pass them. They're ahead of you. You win out, you could catch up. If one of them <laughs> one of them, if they both win except for the game they face each other and Cincinnati gives up ground, well now you're in. Now, in a perfect world, let's say the Texans, who are the ones that are right in front of you, they lose home to the Browns, home to the Titans, and then beat the Colts. That could work out perfectly for you. <laughs> but, you know, the, the it's just there's a lot of moving parts still. It's almost not worth it to sit here and look at it all, but that's what we do because then you got the Colts who are at the Falcons, extremely winnable game, home for the Raiders. Which Raiders team shows up? Is it the one that can score 62 on you or is the one who can't score three? And then the Texans end their season. Now, you brought them up. Let's look at the Bengals because here we are. The, 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 the Browning Bengals at Steelers, at Chiefs, Browns. So there's it's the path is there. If the Bills went out, I think they're in. I agree. I think they're in too. And I don't want this to get lost either because sometimes what happens in really dominant victories is you forget the importance because it looked so easy in the win. It looked easy for Buffalo. We said this on Friday. We said this on Sunday. And I'm saying it one more time here on a Monday. The season was on the line for Buffalo. Let's not get it twisted. If they lost to Dallas, if they got beat up by Dallas, all that stuff Levac and I just talked about with math and seeding and playoff pictures and everything else doesn't matter because the right. Bills are at seven and seven and you're two back for wild card they need teams. So but much help. Yeah. There you go. Two back with three to play and you need help. Like you need a lot of help. And Levac just laid out that Colt Texans scenario. So potentially one of those teams has got a game up and even that loss doesn't even matter. A lot could have gone horribly for Buffalo if they lose that game in Dallas. Now you're in a spot where every single game, the season's on the line. If that has to be the mantra, the coaching cliche, whatever McDermott... Look, McDermott got trashed because he's not a rah-rah guy. He's not the fire-up-the-room guy. He's got some easy material now, okay? Yeah. This is pretty easy to get the pregame speeches for, and everyone's going to buy his stuff, and they've bought into protecting, maybe is the word I'll use, uh, defending their coach, the honor of McDermott, and they're playing for him, and the fan base is united against this 
Ty Dundee article from a few weeks ago. Yeah. And, I mean, in worst case, it, maybe it's not even him. Maybe this is Josh Allen. Because Josh Allen feels he – like – He's, he's always felt like somebody the team loved. He always felt like a leader, but he always felt like um, – he always felt young. You know what I mean? Like A goofball like, kind of. Kind of a little bit. You like know not I mean? a robot quarterback. Yeah. Kind of just like, I'm normal. I'm here. This is fun. I'm going to be myself. More so than other quarterbacks you might see at his position. Yeah, which I think probably 70% of the locker room probably loves. But maybe there's 30% of veterans who are sitting there going, that's not how Brady does it. That's not how so-and-so does it. That's not – that's not how that's not how the guys I played with do it. But now like he's got there's something there's I don't know if it's it's a like a there's like a confidence to him that's kind of that's kind of radiating that like even when Mahomes was was like lippy to him at the end of the game where he just kind of looked at him like, "Hmm. Sorry." You know what I mean? It was just there's something he's exuding right now that he didn't have before. I, I know what you're talking about. Certainly je ne sais quoi. Yeah, this is going to sound like the wrong way to view, but an adult yeah, like you hit the adults. Been of, there before. I've right. been there, done this. Like when you're in your early 20s, you feel confident because you're getting paid a lot of money and maybe the girls like you and everything else. Then you get the big contract. Then you're like, okay, this is who I am. I'm not changing it for anybody else. This is the way I play on a football field. This is how I'm a leader. And I can win games doing this. And I can be a leader doing this. And I don't care if I get criticized by That's local it. media. You just said it. I can win football games. This Josh Allen is a weekend win football games guy. That's what I'm seeing. The hero ball is not there when he's on this when he's on the podium. It's the man, that offensive line was great today. James Cook, ooh, what a beast, whatever. The, Stephon Diggs is awesome. This is the defense was great. Where the old one was like, I feel maybe he didn't say it flat out, but it was like a I can do enough that we're gonna win regardless of what you idiots do. Is kind of what I think you I think you just nailed it. He's not an I guy now, he's a we guy. Wee oui, wee. Oui. He's French. It's back. There it is. <laughs> Uh, Levant Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9980. Of course, we got your play of the day coming up. But first, I would like to tell you about the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I fell asleep in my lounge chair yesterday Oh, watching the end of the, the 1 o'clock games. We got home from Rivers. I went and sat in my chair. I had a Powerade, sipping on that, fell asleep. I woke up 15, 20 minutes later to an empty downstairs of my house. Because you know what happens when I fall asleep without my mouthpiece from the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa? <laughs> the grizzly bear comes out. <laughs> like, kids, where'd you go? Where are the animals? Where's everyone? And they're like, we're upstairs. You were you almost blew the wall down. Like, yeah, so it's just a quick reminder that it's not just about you. <laughs> this is, I'm very Josh Allen in this now. Like <laughs> When I first started going to the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot, so I would sleep better. So my sleep apnea was under control. So my snoring, all of it felt better for me. Now I'm starting to look at it as because people stay at the house for the holidays. Sometimes we travel for the holidays. Like, you know, we've, been, we've gone to friends' houses for New Year's Eve, stuff like that. Bring my mouthpiece with me. I'm invited back again. If you don't, the snoring is absurd. You don't get to go on the golf trip again. You don't get to do all this. Your friends don't want you around because you are ridiculous. At least I was. Got a quick reminder of that yesterday. Made sure I went right back upstairs, cleaned the mouthpiece up real good so it was ready to go at night when I went to bed. <laughs> and it's been such a lifesaver. My energy's better. You get up on a great day like today, I never would have been able to do it. My mouthpiece has made all the difference. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer. Doc Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa helped me sleep better. They will help you sleep better to play the days next. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Guys, it's like I've been telling you. I love hookers and weed. I think Whoa. this is going to – listen, I 
I know. I know. It's exciting news. It's exciting news. Listen, if you have not tried hookers and weed beer yet, I you oh. you're you're missing out. Oh, you. I know. You, mine out of the gutter, buddy. JJ Hookers, <laughs> Willow B. Weed. They uh they they grew up down in Nashville. Two beautiful young entrepreneurs, beautiful women, and all of a sudden they got an idea to make a beer. Right. So put your names together. Put your brands together. Put your brews together. Hookers and weed. Lager. It's a. It's it's fabulous. It's. I, if I'm not mistaken, it's getting brewed right up here in Lake George. Oh, I did not know that. Little vac. Nice. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Nashville's good for a lot of things. Lake George is where you get the great beers, in my opinion. And obviously, JJ Hookers and Willoughby Weird. Willoughby Weed. I'm excited. I love you know I love beer. They agree, and now we've got Hookers and Weed beer. It's a lager. Uh, it's four and a half percent. It's really really good. I've had a chance to try it with a couple friends. Me, I was one of those friends. Yeah, I, I, you were there too. And then uh, it's just it's it's you you know it's good stuff. So uh, while you're out and about getting ready for you know company or whatever you're doing this weekend, you can go to Oliver's Discount Beverage. You can go to Westmere, Shantz, uh, Deli and Brew over by Hudson Valley Community College. Save more in Half Moon, Latham Bev, and any of your other places where you go to get your beer. You know, make sure you go. Hey, where's the hookers and weed? And when they go, you know, it's a great lager. You should have it. You should try it. JJ Hookers, Willow B. Weed, hookersandweed.com. Learn the story. Listen to their song. They wrote a song together, too. It's a great beer. Two great ladies. Awesome time. They actually fight crime. It's a, it's insane. These ladies are all over the place, but the beer needs to be in your tummy. Hookers and Weed beer. Try it today. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Time for the play of the day. It's brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive a Mohawk Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. I should probably say this since I just talked about one of my new favorite beers. Uh, enjoy responsibly. Nowhere near your Chevrolet. <laughs> Nowhere, just, I mean, the ladies are all about trucks and stuff, but you don't want to be in yours uh, You know, if you have uh, some, some hookers and weed beer. All right, play of the day today. I You want you want to you roll? All I was going to say first is some people feel like it's probably long overdue that hookers and weed have been a part of the LeVac God Show. We're very happy to have them as a part of our show going forward. I did get the opportunity to taste that with you, LeVac, a few know, weeks ago. I know, I just Whether you remember you know. I was there or not is... Well, you left. You went back to work. I did. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> It's a little different, you know? You know how it goes. Okay, so here's the situation. I know I referenced this a little bit, teased this a little bit to open the show today about that Texans and Titans game and what it meant. This should have been my night. Let me be selfish mm-hmm. for a second. I know this time, six days from now, it's Santa's night. I know a week from now, it's a family night. It's Christmas. But this should have been me tonight because I had the opportunity to hit a $350 parlay because everything else cashed for me. Dolphins win. Panthers win. Bucks win. You were hot this week. If I'm the, not going to lie. LeVac, you, if the Titans had finished this off, we would have been going into this one for the lead in the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge with the Eagles at three and a half. Now, if you asked me about this game on Thursday, you were sitting right next to me at mm-hmm. Mohawk Chevrolet. I said, I don't know about three and a half, man. You know, 12th man in Seattle. There's questions about Hertz's status. Philadelphia. Doesn't need this one as badly as Seattle does, and we saw that theme this week with Buffalo versus Dallas. This feels more like Seattle, but sometimes you have to ride somebody who's hot, and I will give Rich some love over at Mohawk Chevrolet. You and I looked at his wagers, and we all thought, "Eh, I don't know, maybe, possibly. If this really hits, Rich is now 4-0 on the show. He got them all. He got them all. Wow. He hit the Dolphins. He hit the Lions. 
He had the Rams a month ago. And if he hits this one, he is 4-0 on the LeVac and Gaz show. I'm riding with Rich. Three and a half. Philly's the play. I know there's a lot of other storylines here, but up front is the difference. The D-line and the O-line is better for Philadelphia. They're battling for a division championship. Simple and easy. Fantasy football managers out there, I know your seasons are riding on this game. I feel for the ones who might have Jalen Hurts who thought they were going to win it for them. DK Med, three and a half. Philly's to play. Simple and easy. And Rich, if this hits again, you know I might have to go out and get some hookers and weed, something other yeah. enjoyable drinks and more together. Um, Hot yeah. streak, baby. I, I, uh, I'm with you. I'm laying the three and a half with, with the Eagles. You know, it's one of those ones where you, you if you wanted to give reasons why they wouldn't care as much. Okay, they locked up the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. But Dallas showed weakness. So if they win, they're they're back. You know what I mean? They're back. They're back in the driver's seat in the NFC East. That means a lot in my opinion because if if you're looking at what they're dealing with, what the the Eagles health-wise, I mean the fact that, you know, Mariota's going to step in, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. How great would it be to have that bye week? Somehow find your way into that number one overall. I mean, I know it's I know they're gonna have to fight tooth and nail with San Francisco to get it. But San Fran, eleven and three, they clinch the West. The Eagles, ten and three. If they get to eleven and three, they they clinch I'm they don't I don't think they, they don't clinch the East because of because of Dallas, but they're already in the postseason. But they stay on pace to potentially get that bye week. And or or worst case scenario have a home field advantage all the way through to the end unless you're facing San Fran. So I think I think it means a lot to the Eagles to win this one on the road. And I think that Seattle are frauds. I think they're frauds. I think I don't think they're charger level fraud, but they're like they're fraud. They're like credit card fraud. They're it's still painful. They can still do damage, but they're not real. I didn't have a lot of pushback on what you just said there, but I feel like you left out a really important detail during the conversation there of why it's so important for Philadelphia to still win the division and have a top seed because of all the reasons you said, but I noticed you didn't mention that also to avoid playing the Buccaneers in the opening round. You didn't say that. I feel like playing the Buccaneers in the opening round is as close to a first round buy as you can get without actually sitting home. Oh, don't do that. Come back. No. I, I, would you, would you rather, would you, would you rather play, at San Francisco, Dallas, Philadelphia, Detroit, or Tampa Bay. Where would you rather go? I actually believe all those teams you listed, the Bucks lost all of them this season. So and, that might answer my question. And I'll tell you what else. They're probably going to lose to one of them in the first week of the playoffs. That's if they have it. Don't forget, New Orleans finally... New Orleans puffed out their chest all of a sudden. Derek Carr looked like he remembered what an NFL quarterback was supposed to look like and did a reasonable impersonation thereof. So they they may not even you, you haven't locked up anything, buddy. You're you're seven and seven. It's mediocrity. Like I said, the like you being a number one seat, number one team in your in your division right now is is nice. It's a good story. It makes you feel good. Baker Mayfield went off. Good for him. Talked about that early today. But you don't scare me. Vita Vea looks huge. He should scare you. He is Maui. But he is, is he actually too big now? He's still fast as hell, but it's like, he, when when like a year or two ago, Vita Vea was after you, there was nowhere you could hide. Now you can hide about 10 yards far away from him. 
because he's only going to run about 10 yards and he's going to slow down. Like, as a, as a, as a fellow fatty, Vito Vey is getting he might need to He might need to tone it down a bit, you know? The Seahawks aren't – he is a large man. He's huge. Uh, I'm going to tell him what to do ever because he's That's a That's also fair. Uh, what can I say besides you? Welcome. You called the Seahawks frauds but not Charger-level fraud. Right. Do we stick a fork in them tonight if they lose to Philly? Are they done? At 6-8, and eight, yeah. chasing down the Saints, yeah. Rams, Vikings, and Bucks. Yeah, because the because the – because the Rams are good, the Rams are good, and they they can they can handle business the rest of the way out. So if you lose tonight to the Eagles, you're then at the Titans. That should be actually, dude. Their schedule is easy. Oh my God, you get past tonight, Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. That is an easy schedule remaining. Seahawk fan, I I guess Buccaneer fan, and you relate in this similar way because that team could go to six and eight tonight. Let's just say for the conversation, I know I haven't got your pick yet, but let's just say, for instance, Philly wins tonight. Here are the eight losses for the Seahawks. Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Rams, Ravens, Bengals, Rams. Those mm. are eight playoff teams. Mm-mm-mm. Now, you had to play the Niners twice, so technically it's seven for that conversation. Those are some of the best teams in the NFL you lost to. For the for the Seahawks to make the postseason, if it end, if the season, here you go, ready? If the season ended today, the Seahawks would be in ninth, place in the NFC ahead of them Saints Rams Vikings and either Cowboys or Eagles for wild card uh yeah uh, even though you're gonna probably they sh- they should they'll lose tonight and then they'll win out and they'll still miss the they'll still miss the dance actually Arizona might beat them Arizona's weird they're froggy they actually looked like they were gonna bow up and fight San Fran for a full four quarters and then all of a sudden they were like nah we're good you guys go ahead so I don't know but it's yeah, I'm Eagles. I, I think the Eagles are the play tonight. I think they will. I think they will show who they are tonight, regardless of of what's happening under center or any of the other nonsense. You still got that offensive line. You still you have a defense that your boy Matt Patricia is calling the plays for now. I think that makes a difference, and pretty quickly, to be honest with you, because the talent's there. If the talent's there, why isn't it performing? Well, maybe you just needed a better guy in charge. We'll find out tonight the impact he can have for that team because if he's good. If he's Super Bowl caliber good, that's what Matt Patricia's been as a coordinator in his career. Shout out to RPI. Shout out to Vernon Verona Sherrill High School. And the, if you're listening out <laughs> that way, out near exit 33, I hope I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles. I'm going to be rooting for my guy, Matt Patricia. I, I hope it all goes well. But this, look, if you're a Seahawk fan, I think LeVac and I kind of agree on this too. The season's on the line tonight. That has been a theme of week 15 of the NFL, but sometimes talent on talent. I had that whole thing I just ran through of like, hey, you lost eight games this year, all good teams. Guess what? To be in the playoffs, you have to beat good teams. There's the difference. They're going to look back in the season and say, the reason we're not playing in the postseason is because all the teams who are in the postseason, we couldn't beat. Mm. Yeah, well, there you go. All right. I I, um, like I, said, I think I feel pretty good about, about the Eagles tonight, and I'm not usually a, a huge Eagles fan, but I think I think they've heard enough nonsense. I think they they're ready to bow up and win the battle of the birds this evening. In in, in Seattle's a fraud, absolute fraud. Just had super deja vu. I've been I've been talking so much smack about Seattle this year that it just hit me like in my brain. Does it feel weird to you? People talk about the case of the Mondays. I think we're fortunate enough that rarely in our lives, knock on wood. Hopefully, you love your job, what you do, or maybe you're a student, maybe you're an athlete. The case of the Mondays rarely happens. Levac, this is our final show on a Monday. For the next three weeks, we're not going to have the case really? of the Mondays 
We are off on Christmas Day. Yep. We're off on New Year's Day. Okay. And we are back the following Monday. So I believe that math in my head is what? January 8th? Yeah, that would be right. Because, yeah, January 1st is is the... So Christmas, January 1st. Yeah, then January 8th would be our next Monday. But we're on the week of of New Year's Eve, right? Uh, we are the week of New Year's... The week end of New Year's Eve? Oh, you're talking about the 25th to the 29th? The 25th to the 29th, we're off. Zach and Zach, this is the debut of the Zach and Zach show for some programming stuff. They'll be giving you some best of stuff Thursday, Maybe I'll call Friday. in so it's Zach, Zach, and LeVac. Just to really act it up. But we will be on. We have our, if you're wondering again, we mentioned this on Sunday, but a reminder. Uh, shout out to our guy, Kenan Latham. Let's give credit where credit's due. Our guy, Kenan Latham, wrote us a fantastic message on Facebook today about how oh, he listens to the show. How we, sh- he said, great pick by you, LeVac. I believe you had, I forgot who you picked. That you really well, I had liked. the Rams. The Rams, thank you. His team. My Buccaneers. I went 2-1 hey, again. <laughs> I want to go out. I want to come see you guys. We will be out Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So, Rivers Casino Resort. I know it's the holidays. We're out, the, we're out, this, we're out this Friday at Hooters, too. We are out under the Orange Roof. Our final weekday show of 2023. Come join us under the Orange Roof at Hooters. Our holiday party. We will be dressed up. Maybe not as elves, but it's our third year having a holiday party I under the Orange up. Roof. Our first is... Under the Fox banner. So it's been a lot of fun under the Orange Roof celebrating. So many people are probably heading into that week long off from work or whatever they're doing. Started off right the holiday season with us three to five on Wolf Road under the Orange Roof at Hooters. Great beer. Great food as always. Cannot wait to be a part of that upcoming on Friday. Yeah, I'm fired up. I'm uh, I'm there twice this week because we're doing Flock U there as well. So yeah, so any excuse to go hang out under the Orange Roof and you know, I will, I'll find my way there. Um, I would like to tell you that today's rainstorm, I watched people veering on the road. I watched people pulled over. Not me and ScarJo, baby. Not me and my Mohawk Chevrolet Silverado Black Widow edition. You know, of course, drove a little slower, did the right thing, but I got the I put the um, auto four wheel on, so it only locks in when it needs to. Drive right along. You know, don't drive through puddles, all those things, but. Because my vehicle has been maintained by the fine people at Mohawk Chevrolet, because I you know I don't miss oil change. I haven't even, I haven't even had to have an oil change on, on Scarjo oh. yet, but it's coming up. But I don't miss any of that. I do my maintenance, which you should do, and you should do at Mohawk Chevrolet. I, I even wash it over there. I do everything over at Mohawk Chevrolet. So if you're looking for that kind of experience and you want to feel as confident in your vehicle as I feel in mine, and not just confident, if you want to really enjoy driving, you need to go to Mohawk Chevrolet. They got the red tag specials going on on select Silverados and Equinoxes. Uh, they had over 140 vehicles shipped in this month. Nobody's getting that many. That's because you have become part of the Mohawk family because Mohawk Chevrolet is doing such a great job, and it just keeps growing and growing. So you can either go to carbravo.com. I recommend going right to Mohawk Chevrolet saying, hey, I'm here for you know brakes, oil change. Let's check it out. Make sure I'm good. And while I'm in there, let me see one of them Equinoxes, and you could be loving life just as much as I do. Mohawk Chevrolet, together, let's drive. And don't forget, they always go out of their way to please you. Tomorrow we are in studio. Yes, we are. We will recap Monday Night Football. I will probably talk more about my love of hookers and weed, and we'll just have a great time. And, just, and I'll watch God's blush because he doesn't understand the greatness of, of my new favorite lager. Hookers and weed beer. Maybe power rankings too. Maybe hey, listen, if you whatever you want, you love the power rankings, guys. We'll do that for you. It's Levac and Gaz. Not just Levac, Levac and Gaz. So if you want the power rankings, you get them. Uh everybody, make sure you uh wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio 95 9, 980. Gaz, push that.